One study of 2,000 people in the United Kingdom found that more exposure to nature translated into more community cohesion and substantially lower crime rates. Yeah. So they actually found that this community that was living in nature was less susceptible to crime. Tyler, I got a question for you. Hopefully I have an answer for you. <laughs> have you ever wondered why people that live by the beach are so chill and people who live in New York City, let's say, are complete assholes? Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to say it because everybody's thinking it. Part of it probably has to do with a substance called marijuana. <laughs> it's a big part of it. Could be. Uh, but I would say, I mean. Has that ever crossed your mind? Like, I'm being from everybody California. Everybody you know, yeah, you're, you're yeah, from, being California. from California. It's, it, here's, it's funny. It, everything in California really is just a little bit slower. There's not as much urgency. Um, when, I, when I played in Canada, and I'd, you know, we'd walk into a restaurant or a bar, and you'd talk to somebody like, oh, you're from California. like, how do you know that? Like, oh, you have a California accent. I was like, what's hmm. a California accent? Like, you just talk like slower and dumber than everybody. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. <laughs> but like, there, there really is some truth to, and I'm from the Central Valley. It's not like I'm on the beach and I'm surfing and it's like, you know, catching some gnar, bro, you know, get, the, get to. Yeah. But the people that you know uh -huh. are a little more chill. Yeah. You're a little more chill because you're out there on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Life's just a little bit different, right? Yeah. And then you go to the city and it's, everybody's uptight. Everybody's rude to each other. Yeah. So I think I have an answer why. And we're going to get to that here in a second. But first, mm -hmm. we do want to thank our sponsors. Yeah. So here's, here's the answer is, is most of those people in California have and sleep on a product <laughs> made by Sleep Number. That, that's your, uh, we don't have the statistical <laughs> data to back that up, but I would, get, I would guess that 99.9% I've got the, I've got the of, data up here. <laughs> I would guess 99.9% .9 of people in California <laughs> at, sleep on. At least. Sleep on Maybe 99.9.8. Threw <laughs> <laughs> an extra decimal in there too. Did you see that? Uh, but in all seriousness, yeah. uh, a couple of days ago, I was feeling a little you know, sluggish, a little slow, a little tired. Um, and got and checked my sleep number score mm. and my numbers were terrible. Yeah. My heart rate was elevated. My respiratory rate was elevated. My sleep score was not any good. And it just made total sense. It's like, well, yeah, the reason that I don't feel good right now is because of all these metrics that the sleep number bed told me, which is that I didn't get good sleep yeah. and my recovery. I'm fighting something right now. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing about these sleep number beds. It's not just a flat mattress you sleep on. Best of luck. Mm. Hopefully you get good sleep. Mm. No, this has real world data things that you can look back, feedback that can, you can give yourself mm -hmm. to make, to adjust so that you can get a great night's sleep. Yeah, and for those high performers out there, it, it's one of those things that it's, it's honorable, I guess, right, to say, hey, I'm just going to go hard. I'm going to grind, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to work as hard as I can every single time. One thing since I started the 75 hard, Ben just finished, and I'm, I'm a third of the way through it, is I'm super focused on my recovery because I've got to work out twice a day. And so it, my workouts really are dependent on, okay, hey, really, how did I feel? Because there's a direct correlation between bad recovery and injury mm -hmm. and making sure, hey, I'm pushing myself to a point 
to where, okay, hey, I know that I'm getting better, but not too far where, hey, I had a terrible night's sleep last night, or hey, I, I ate right before I went to bed, or whatever it may be that doesn't lead to good sleep. And the score shows me, and I adjust that day. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna let my ego go, and I'm not gonna compete with these young guys because I know that my score's not bad. I'm gonna push myself, and I'm gonna feel it, but I'm not gonna put myself at risk knowing that I did not recover and that's what the app tells me. Yep, the app, right. and it, but here's what it does is it allows me to show up the next day. That's right. As opposed to being hurt and having to miss two or three days. That's right. So get yourself to sleepnumber.com or do a local sleep number store. Discover what Tyler and I discovered. Yeah. Get yourself Discover what we did and, and also the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, right. the majority of that team sleeps on a sleep number bed. And they are very, very scientific about their recovery and nutrition. And this is a big part of it. That's right. And of course, when we're not sleeping, you can find us up at Choctaw Casino Resort partying our brains out. Ching, ching. Because <laughs> <laughs> not only are there 3,000 brand new slot machines, poker tables, Guess blackjack what? tables to the eye can There's see. There's 400 plus brand new beds. 400 too. plus brand new beds. They've got the sports bar again. We've said it before. Right now, March Madness is going on. We're down to the final four. Sanity up there. Get yourself up to Choctaw to watch those games. Summertime's coming. Get yourself to the resort-style pool. There's just endless My kids swam this weekend, and I'm literally sitting there watching them, and I'm like, I cannot wait. Once I finish the 75 hard, (laughs) I cannot wait to swim up, just do my little doggy paddle. Hey, drink a pina colada or Miami Vice out of a pineapple and just, oh, that's, that's exactly that's right. the life. That's exactly right. So it's like Tyler says, it's a short drive up 75. Get yourself to Choctaw Casino Resort. Uh, you're guaranteed to have a great time. Okay, back to what we were talking about a second ago. And if you're new here, if you're, if you're a new listener to our show, this Wednesday episode, this roundtable episode is all about physical health. How can we improve and function better physically? And we've been in this mini-series we're calling um, The Secret and Free Way to Boost Your Energy. So a lot of us, especially in modern society, we're run down, we're overworked, we're stressed. The first thing we typically do is we typically go for an energy drink or some sort of coffee. Coffee, some right? caffeine. Because that's an yeah, easy, it tastes good, something, something like that is usually our go-to. What this series, what we're trying to do in this series is trying to give you methods and things that you can do yes they take a little bit more effort but they're going to be healthy for you long term ways that you can boost your energy naturally so you're not always constantly reaching for the do they though is it more effort than going to a gas station and getting an energy drink is it more (sighs) is it more effort than i think it is from the standpoint like today was a great example today i was feeling a little sluggish feeling a little tired i'm sitting there at my home computer i'm working and i said man i need to get up and i need to go outside I needed to go take a 10-minute walk. And yes, that broke me from my work, broke me from my focus. So yes, there was more effort involved in that than there is going to the refrigerator and just grabbing a quick can of whatever energy drink. So yes, there's initially more effort. But I tell you what, the energy boost that it gave me coming back inside... It set me up for the rest of the morning. Yeah. Well, so, and I think from a sustainability standpoint too, right? Like these are methods and, and tips that are going to help you sustain because you can't always rely on caffeine. You can't always, I mean, it's not always going to be available to you, whether it's your health or whether whatever it may be, right? It's not always, right. this is a sustainable, you take it of things that are free and out there and readily available to you as opposed to, 
you know, okay, hey, this energy drink went out of stock or this energy right. drink isn't made anymore. Whatever. Who knows what 10 years from now looks like. Yeah, and this isn't to demonize energy drinks or coffee. I love those things. I, I drink them. They're great. But the reason that, like last week's episode, this week's episode, our next couple, the reason they're not brought up more is because you can't make money on telling somebody to go outside. Mm-hmm. I can't make a dime off of our listeners going yeah. and getting a 10-minute walk-in. Yeah. There's no money coming to my pocket yeah. for that. So what's, what, how can I make money? I can push energy drinks, That's right? So again, not trying to demonize those things, but just understand these things we're talking about, not only are they healthy, but they're free. Yep. And that's the point here. So yep. last week we talked about sunlight, vitamin D, why it's so good for you, why getting out in the sunshine is so good and it boosts your mood and all the health benefits. Today ties into that, but now we're focused more on nature. So not necessarily just the sun, but now we're talking about water, trees, grass, anything, any type of nature and the health benefits of being out in nature. So we talked a little bit about this last week. We evolved for thousands of years as human beings in the wild, in nature. That's how the majority of human history has lived life. And we mentioned this last time, then the industrial revolution comes on. We, we make life easier for us, which is great. Tons of good things came out of that. But what it did is it took us out of our natural environment and now puts us in cities and buildings and concrete and the jungle, the concrete jungle, which mm-hmm. again, a lot of good things came from that, but now we're sacrificing a little bit of health. And I actually had this thought, it's like, Okay, would I rather live 400, 500 years ago? Yes. Or I'm worried about famine and war and nope. all those, you know, disease that could just wipe us off the face, which we're kind of going through that right now. But yeah. really deadly disease. Would I, would I rather have that kind of stress in my life or the stress that we have now, which is work stress, sedentary yeah. lifestyle, fast food that's killing us? That's kind of the thought I had. Easy so answer. You're, you're trading one for the other, but yeah. easy answer. It, it, we both watched a show called Last Kingdom, and I'm like, and I'm watching this show, and I'm thinking like, I was born in the wrong era. <laughs> I should, I should be, I should be living here. Yeah. See, I disagree. I, I'm yeah. very thankful I live yeah, no, here I know. and now. I know. We have so much, yeah. good, so many good things, but yeah. we've got to understand. Is it, but it is silly to think we have to have discussions like this. Yeah. Hey, you have to get outside. It's good for you. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine 200 yeah. years ago having to have this discussion? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, as I was doing my research, uh, you know, just, just going through, I, I wanted to, you know, we talked about the benefits of sunlight. What are the benefits of being out in nature specifically? Yeah. Yep. Again, getting out in green space. What are those benefits? Um, but as I was doing my research, you know, I was reading, it says urban environments, which account for a mere 0.01% of dwelling environments in human history. So think about that. I just said that a second ago, thousands of years of human history. We've really only been in these modern times for 0.01% of that. Mm-hmm. It's unfamiliar to our body. This is an unfor- We're still getting used to this. It says in 2008, more than half of the world's population lived in urban areas. So we went from everybody's outside to 2008, half the world is now living in a modern society like what we're living right now. And it says by 2050, 69% of human beings will live in an urban environment. So 70% of the world by 2050 will now have to be dealing with what we're talking about now, which is how do we get back to our roots and to the health benefits? Again, love modern times, love everything about it, but we've got to be mindful of these things because it can slowly take away our health if we're not careful. That's exactly right. So a couple of the benefits of nature, and there's three in particular I wanted to highlight today. Number one, it improves mental fatigue. So if you think about 
our overstimulated day-to-day life. We've got our phones that's literally millions of data points at the touch of our fingertips. We've got family life. We've got work life. We've got all these decisions that we have to make. We're almost living, this this will resonate with you and some of our listeners who do CrossFit. We're almost in a CrossFit-style life Mm -hmm. 24-7. CrossFit's known for being balls to the wall, you know, red line, get get out there and get after it. Mm. We're doing that basically 24-7 right now. Mentally, we are. Mentally, with no consideration of a recovery period. Mm -hmm. So you wake up in the morning, you're getting on your computer, you're checking emails immediately. Mm -hmm. You're eating breakfast on the go. You're having some sort of bar or something on your way to work. You're in a commute, 30, 45-minute commute that's Mm stress-inducing. Then you spend all day long at the office, and you're under stress and mental fatigue. Then you get back in your car and you grab something, you know, you grab a a fast food dinner at home. Then you go home, you plop yourself in front of a TV and you watch Netflix that arouses your senses. Mm -hmm. And then you go to sleep and you do it all over again. There's not a lot of time in that day that that I just described where you're getting a break, Mm -hmm. where your mind is taking a reset and a a step back. Imagine going back through college training camp, which... I mean, I'll, I'll argue with it now. When Darren played, very different. Training camp was a whole nother level. But college training camp was a million times harder than any NFL training camp that I ever went through. Was it? It was, it was way harder. Yeah. Way harder. I mean, here's, here, but imagine training camp for you at Abilene Christian is, all right, guys, we're on the field at 8 a.m., and we don't come off until 6 p.m., I'd last one day. Guys, we have a nine-hour <laughs> practice, so let's go. Let's go. That's insanity, right? right? That's right. absolute insanity. We're doing the same. We're doing the ex- that exact thing in our brains because we're constantly going, mm-hmm. constantly going. And our break is if we've got to go use a restroom for 30 seconds or if we're lucky enough to work in a place where you can walk to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's, your, that's your break, and it's from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. So it's like training camp. You have periods, right? It's like, okay, a typical practice in the NFL was like 28 period, 28, like five minute periods, something like that. Right. And that's like a long practice. Imagine having 80 periods in your day. And mentally you go from this to that, to this, to that, to this, to that. And you're just constantly going with no break. I mean, how, how would you ever expect to sustain that Mm -hmm. and to be productive? Because if you just practiced all day, yeah, you may be able to get through it, but how, when it comes time to perform, you know, after, you know, three, four, five weeks of training camp and then you go into games, what do you think your body's going to be like? Yeah. When you right. ask it to compete at a high level with no breaks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's why the NFL now, they go four practices on and then you have to have an entire day off. Yep. You, can't, you can't just go straight like Darren. They'd go 30 days straight. And, and that's what we're asking of our brains day yeah. in, day out. And, and all of this stimulus and all these distractions, that's one of the reasons that nature works is getting out in nature is it removes you from those distractions. Your phone likely doesn't work out wherever you yeah. are, right? You're, you're, you're able to focus. The other thing about it, when's the last time you were just awestruck in the middle of your day or, or blown away by the beauty of something mm-hmm. in your typical office environment? No. When's the last time? Never. Never. That's the other thing about nature. That's why it's restorative mentally because you're, 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 you give yourself an opportunity to be blown away, mm-hmm. to be 
captivated by the beauty of the of the surroundings around you. And we're going to talk about that on our next uh, roundtable when we conclude the wisdom conversation. And it's it's literally that's exactly it. Is one thing that that nature provides is beauty, right? And it provides perspective. In that, okay, I am small. I am not the center of the universe. There are things that are much bigger than me and it silences you. It actually gets you to be silenced to actually soak in the beauty that is out there. Try going to the Grand Tetons in Wyoming. Try going there and seeing the format, the rock formations at the top of those mountains and not just being like, wow, (laughs) that is incredible. I've never seen anything like that. Right. Try going to Utah and and going to those red rock formations and being like, eh, I'm just going to talk through it. Right. I'm just keep looking at social media. No, like we're trying to you, scroll through yeah, to the next thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this landscape sucks. What's yeah. next? <laughs> so it's just, man, it, it is. And, and there's a book and you may get to it, but I want to, when we, when we finish this up, I want to make a reference to a book that I read that was literally life changing for me. And it, and it went along this topic and, and it's essentially it's, it's get your life back is the name of the book because we exactly what you said. We're at this fast pace all the time and we're out of control of our own lives because we're just trying to keep up with the change. Right? Like one of the, one of the meanest things somebody can say is like, Hey, you're just, you know, you're just not up to date. You know, you, you're a dinosaur or you, you refuse to change. And it's like, it's a, it's a knock. If we're not on the cutting edge of, of what's next and what's next, and what's next. the problem is that's exhausting yep. and that doesn't lead to mental health. That doesn't lead to sustainable energy. That doesn't lead to joy. It doesn't lead to any of those things that we look for in life. That's right. And, and so I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about this book here, but it, it's unbelievable what nature does just for the soul, which then is that drives the mind. That's right. Yeah. So number one, nature gives you a mental break. It improves mental fatigue. Number two, nature actually helps you recover from stress, actually has a physiological benefit to your body. Exposure to natural levels has a calming effect on our physiology. It reduces heart rate, blood pressure, depression, and anxiety. Uh, One study, a scientist compared the effects of green exercise and the effects of exercise alone, which he calls the control on blood pressure and heart rate. He had 14 primary school children were asked to cycle for 15 minutes while watching videos of either forest settings or a blank screen. Consequently, compared with the participants in the control group, a.k.a. the group that was watching a blank screen, those in the green exercise group showed significant decrease in systolic systolic blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So watching a screen, a a screen with greenery on it, actually improve their blood pressure as opposed to the group that just watched a black screen. That's fascinating. Crazy. Increases happiness and the feeling of well-being, aids us in a sense of purpose and of meaning, improves our sleep quality, improves social interactions, cohesion, engagement. You'll like this. One study of 2,000 people in the United Kingdom found that more exposure to nature translated into more community cohesion and substantially lower crime rates. Yeah. So they actually found that this community that was living in nature was less susceptible to crime. Mm-hmm. And then it's even been linked to recovery from illness. There's a lot of yeah. hospitals, mental illness hospitals, outpatient hospitals, things like that, that are actually prescribing nature yep. as part of your recovery. Yep. Get out and walk. 
that's yes. part of your recovery. So, so another, I mean, even to a further level is South Korea and Japan, they both implement nature breaks into education. So in order, and, and what they've seen is they've seen test scores, they've seen wellness, they've yeah, seen that's mental our health. Point number three, yep. Exponential. Yep. And so like now it's part of curriculum in these countries and it's, it is just unbelievable. I mean, and again, the science behind what nature does as far as recovery, um, just uh, overall wellness is just, uh, it's yeah. honestly, it's astounding. Yeah. And that's, that's what leads to number. So number two is it improves your physical health. Number mm -hmm. three, it actually improves cognitive performance. Mm -hmm. Your, your brain health, your brain function. Mm -hmm. uh, one study had children go on a 20-minute nature walk yep. and saw cognitive performance increase and symptoms of ADHD decrease after the walk. Yep. So they simply went on a 20-minute walk and their performance on their test scores improved. Mm -hmm. And as to your point, Japan, China, some Scandinavian countries, for the longest time have had schools outdoors. And actually some U.S. states are starting to implement this a little bit, mm -hmm. some of the weird states. But... They're onto something, right? They're they're starting to put yeah. money into these outdoor schools because they realize the link between yep. the kids are going to perform better yeah. if they're out in nature more. That's exactly right. Yeah, and it, it really is, man. It's it's astounding, and and it's it's unfortunate that that we don't recognize. And I'm guilty of this, right? It's just I'm a go go go, just out of control all the time. And the times that I am at my best is the days after I've worked out in the yard often. Yeah. And here's the deal. It's not like, okay, so if you live in like New York or you live in Chicago or you live in these places where it's, it's a little harder to get out to nature is they've even shown studies have shown even just the presence of a plant yep. in it or a tree. You, you took my line. Gosh, sorry. <laughs> Gosh, sorry. But just the presence yep. of nature, like actually recognizing, pausing long enough, you work in an office building, pausing long enough, walking over to the window and just noticing things outside, whether it's a bird, whether it's uh, a dog down on the street, anything that has to do that is natural and not created by man, like it, it provides a benefit. Yep. And so, yes, take it where you can get it. If you live in a highly urbanized area, it doesn't mean, oh, I got to drive three hours to get to the the closest forest to get to nature. Yep. No, that's not the case. You can walk to a park. Like again, Japan, they're building parks that are dedicated just to walking through for wellness yep. and yep. recovery. Yeah. And expand on that. That's exactly what I want to talk about. Uh, next was how do you apply this information? So again, the benefits we talked about, number one helps you or uh, improves mental fatigue. Number two helps recover from stress physically. So physical improvement. And then number three, cognitive performance. So again, how do you apply this information? Exactly what Tyler was. Yes. Okay, this is great. I, I, I heard you. I understand. But I live in the middle of yeah. a city. Yeah. What do I, I do? I hate camping. <laughs> I hate camping. I don't want to be outside. What do I do? So, and, and even more important than that, how long are we talking? Do I got to be outside all day long to mm -hmm. get these benefits? So what happened was in a study of 20,000 people, a team of, Europe, of the European Center for Environment and Human Health at the University of Exeter found that people who spent two hours per week which averages out to 17 minutes a day. Yeah. I think we've all got 17 minutes a day to improve our health. In green spaces, which is local parks, other natural environments. So we're not talking about going to the mountains here. We're talking about a park with a, with a, a patch of grass mm -hmm. here. People who spent at least two hours a week out in that type of setting were substantially more likely to report good health and psychological well-being 
than those who don't. Yep. So I think the take home there for me is don't get super caught up in the numbers and time and, mm-hmm. oh, I've got to spend exactly two hours. I've got to spend exactly – the point is get outside more than what you currently are. Yeah. If you're anything like me, this is convicting to me because, again, I can spend my entire day inside and not miss a beat because I've got so much going on on my computer. And there's times that I'll catch myself and be like, I have not been outside at all today. That's, that's, I'm, I'm like that 100%. Yeah. And the, the worst part about it is I'm okay with it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's fine. I've just got to get all this done. Yeah. And what I've got to, like today, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to take those 10 minutes to go out, but it's 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all it took. And the benefit for the next hour and a half was that I had more energy, I was more alert, and I was more focused. Mm-hmm. So it's like 10 minutes. That's all it took. Yeah. So do that. And then to Tyler's point a second ago as well, if you are somebody that lives in the middle of the city and you literally have no access to any of this, they've actually found that looking at pictures of nature, videos of nature, can have some of the same benefits. Mm-hmm. So yes, get outside, go to the mountains, do all those good things, take a walk. That's, that's the gold standard. That's yeah. what you want to do first. If for some reason you can't, your day is just too bogged down, there's just no possible way, Spend five minutes looking at Google images of yeah. nature put it, and put just a see what it does for your on. I mean, that's what those are there for, right? Those screensavers that's pop right. up of whatever nature. Like, when I see those pop up, like, I can tell an immediate change mentally. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But, but again, it, it, so there's a, uh, there's a, a very well-known uh, pastor here in Dallas, Matt Chandler. And one thing that he does literally every single month, and we live in Dallas, there's no mountains really anywhere, but once a month, he takes an entire day. He turns his phone off, and everybody knows, okay, hey, this is, this is Matt's day, and he will drive up to eastern Oklahoma where you get so, a little bit of topography. So it's like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour drive from Dallas, and he literally will just sit and be quiet. Yeah. And he, he says that is one of the most profound things that I that I have ever done and implemented and it's a non-negotiable topic for him and what it does though is we talked about the silence like the uncomfort that we feel with silence like think about a conversation when you're talking to somebody and you ask them a question and they just kind of sit there and they don't give you an answer right away and there's like four or five six seven eight seconds of silence it's like this is this is terrible and then you want to fill it what it does you force yourself into these moments of silence because then you can actually hear yourself think right you can actually start to be introspective and look inside and start having conversations within yourself on, okay, hey, what are my hopes? What are my dreams? What are my ambitions? What am I doing currently that's not working? What am I, what am I doing that is working? You know, what do I hope to gain this year? What goals do I have? Like, what am I proud of? What do I want to work? I mean, those conversations, we never allow time and space for that. And creating it and, being, and coupling that with being in nature is something that I've been talking about for four years that I want to start implementing, and I have not done it yet. But I'm going to. One month a year, but if you didn't have roundtables every week, <laughs> then this would be my time. But really, though, it's, it's something that, that is profound in this book. Again, Brett Eldridge, not Brett Eldridge, John Eldridge, not, Brett Eldridge, not the country, the country singer, singer, not the country singer, John Eldridge, get your life back. I would highly, highly encourage you to look this book up and just read through it. One thing he did is he would take once a year is he'd take – a week and he would go by himself and he would drive up through Utah, Montana, um, Wyoming and go up and just drive and just be in nature because it is a perspective resetter. Yeah. It, it resets your perspective on life and those things that you're stressing about, those things that you're like, 
overly concerned with. When you're out and you're in this, this grandness of nature and mountains and national parks and waterfalls and rivers and all these things, it's like, okay, there are bigger things. Like, yeah. like this, this project that I've got to get done next week is not the biggest thing in the world. Right. Yeah. I mean, they say that people live like we opened with that live near the ocean or more chill because of all the reasons we listed. But the other thing is it puts you in your place. Yeah. You realize the grandness yeah. of this ocean and he realized that is so big and so vast and so powerful. I am nothing compared to that. Yeah. So it just puts you in a place of humility. Yeah. And so to Tyler's point, get that book and bonus points if you read the book outside. Yeah. But I think the take home here is don't take our word for it. Try it for yourself. Get outside. Tell me a 10-minute walk yeah. every day for a week doesn't improve your mood and your focus and your yeah. energy. If you can honestly say that, then just throw this podcast away and never listen to us again. But the no, challenge no, 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 here, no, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> but rate five stars before you do. The <laughs> challenge here, the, the, the encouragement here is, is to apply this information. Yeah. Don't let this be another episode you listen to that, yeah, that was great. That was a fun 30 yeah, minutes. Mental note, I'm going right, to try it. And then you don't actually yeah. apply it. Yep. Again, I'm just as guilty as anybody, but apply this. I promise you it'll make a difference. Yeah. I, I've seen it firsthand. The research and science obviously backs it up. Get yourself outside, get yourself in nature, get yourself in the sun as much as possible. And if you can't, for whatever reason you can't, again, Google Images is a powerful yeah. place to be. And we talked a couple times already on the show, but we've been talking about the 75 hard, and one of the workouts has to be outside exposed to elements. And that's the brilliance. I, yeah. I, I didn't give him enough credit for that. I, I just thought he Oh, it's hard. Implemented, if it's, right. If it's raining or it's cold, it's that, like, oh, you're tough. That's why I thought yeah. that he implemented that. No. was because if it's, if it's, no. if it's cold outside, if, it, if it's raining, you, you're showing yourself how tough you are. No. The actual benefit of that, the reason he put that in there is exactly what we just talked about yep. this episode. It's yep. getting outside of nature and the benefits of that. And it really does make you feel so much better. It really, really so, does. Anyway, hopefully you're listening to this episode outside. That'd be nice. Yeah. Get going on yeah. a walk. Yeah, plug it in. Get, get this episode. Hopefully yeah. uh, you're finishing up right now and your ear pods and you're about, about ready to walk back in the That's house right. after your 36-minute 36 36 walk. That's right. That's right. We appreciate you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, if you learned something today, if this is something you can apply – Help us out by sharing the podcast. That's the best way that you can help us out is sharing these shows. Text it to a buddy. Instagram it. Twitter it. Twitter it. Tweet it. TikTok it. Do all those things. Get the word out for it. Help us get the word out. That's how we grow this thing. That's how you guys can help us out. We really appreciate you guys. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. We will see you tomorrow.